Namo Buddhaya. Welcome back to Monks in the Morning from Kalamba Dhamma Friends of Mahameonawa. I'm so glad that you're joining us so we can spend time together now as Kalyanamitta, good spiritual friends. Do you remember that word, Kalyanamitta? It means a special kind of friend who likes to help us practice the Supreme Buddha's teachings. And that's what we're going to do together today practice the Supreme Buddha's teachings. You know, it's really hard to find people in the world to help us practice the Dhamma. So, we can be happy knowing that we've found this rare opportunity. It's so important to have friends like all of you, so we can encourage each other to make the effort while we can to learn and live by the Supreme Buddha's teachings. So, have you ever had to move houses? If you did, were you able to pack all of your things in a box or two? Or did you have to rent a big truck to move? Or maybe you went on a long vacation somewhere once. Could you fit everything that you needed into a simple shoulder bag or backpack? Or did you need lots and lots of luggage? Well, the Buddha had such compassion for his monks and nuns that he taught them about what was really necessary to have and what was not necessary. He called the things that we really need requisites. Now, requisites is a fancy word for things that we require, things that are important to make life livable. In fact, it's so important for monks to know about these things that during the ceremony, when someone becomes a monk, the teacher has to explain what these four basic requirements for life are. So today, we're going to learn what those four things are and why we can be comfortable in this life as long as we have at least those four things. Now let's go for refuge and take the five precepts. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhasse Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhasse Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhasse Buddhang saranang gachami Dhammang saranang gachami Sanghang saranang gachami Dutiyampi buddhang saranang gachami Dutiyampi dhammang saranang gachami Dutiyampi sanghang saranang gachami Dhatiyampi buddhang saranang gachami Dhatiyampi dhammang saranang gachami Dhatiyampi sanghang saranang 
गच्छामि साधु 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 से आफ्टर मी आई ऑब्जर्व द प्रिसेप्ट ऑफ abstaining from killing beings i observe the precept of abstaining from stealing i observe the precept of abstaining from sexual misconduct i observe the precept of abstaining from telling lies i observe the precept of abstaining from taking intoxicating drinks and drugs with the refuge of the noble triple gem i observe these precepts for happiness in this life for rebirth in heaven to escape from the sufferings of sansara may it help me may it be a blessing sadhu 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 namo tassa bhagavato arhato samma sambuddhassa Homage to the blessed one the worthy one the supremely enlightened one sadhu 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 namo buddhaya meritorious children the blessed one our supreme buddha was praised by gods and humans was praised by his own disciples by the bhikkhus by the bhikkhunis and also by lay people for an example if you take upali upali was a disciple of nigantanatha putta nigantanatha putta was a person who lived naked who practiced ascetic life being naked if they had a need to drink cold water they gave up drinking cold water and they drank hot water if they had a need to drink hot water 
they give up hot water and drink cold water so they thought by giving up these desires this kind of these kind of desires they thought that is a way to that is the best way to eradicate defilements and by giving up clothes giving up wearing clothes they thought that's the way to overcome attachments so unintentionally with unawareness they were attached to wrong views without purifying the unwholesome states and unwholesome roots in the mind they tried to remove material things what we should do is we should abandon the attachment towards the material things because as human beings we will have to use material things even food clothes shelter medicine now the blessed one gave us some guidelines to follow even for a monk when he uses four requisites the four requisites are the basic things that a monk needs now the four requisites the four needs the four basic needs that buddhist monks are using and are allowed to use are food clothing shelter medicine so when monks eat or consume food the blessed one taught to think wisely the purpose we are eating in brief if we explain the purpose of eating it's to overcome the existing hunger to overcome the upcoming hunger to overcome the hunger that could arise in the future then not to build muscles not to get intoxicated not to play it's just for the survival of this spiritual life then that consuming of food is to survive not to taste food because if we go and chase after a taste we will get upset we will not get satisfied but remember children when we offer something to others we should consider the taste but when we receive something we should be able to accept and not to pollute our mind just because of food because the happiness whatever the satisfaction or whatever the need that we could get whatever the support we could get from food is a temporary solution the hunger is something impermanent is very temporary the hunger will get abandoned for some time and after few hours you will again feel hungry so food will not give us a permanent solution so from things like food which gives us like temporary solutions we should not get angry and fight for food some children they fight for food being unable to share food with their with their friends and with siblings even clothing Buddha taught us we are we should wear clothes, robes to cover the shy places, to overcome the distractions that we could get from flies, cockroaches, and from insects, to overcome heat, cold. But some people, when they want to wear something, they become stressful, being unable to select to what to wear, and with a stressful mind, they wear something that they dislike. so if people can understand that we are wearing for the sake of covering the shy places and wear something that is possible 
how nice that person could live then even medicine we don't take medicine just to show our sadness to others some people are intoxicated and some people feel some people become very proud by telling others that they are taking this kind of medicine i was admitted i was admitted in a luxurious hospital you know i'm taking these kind of medicines and they try to boast themselves even when we take medicine we should know the purpose that is just to survive in this life to fulfill our hopes to fulfill to live long to overcome diseases and to support our life we take medicine to survive to realize the four noble truths that's the reason we are surviving children then even shelter shelter is something that we need in life don't we need shelter we need so even when a monk uses a room shelter it could be under a tree it could be inside a cave a monk contemplates this is to overcome heat cold and cold breeze then to overcome a unbearable climate and then to overcome the distractions that could arise because of insects flies that's the purpose of using a shelter so when a monk contemplates like this the opportunities the tendency to get angry because of requisites to get sad or to feel upset because of requisites will be abandoned by thinking wisely so in the same way children you all can think wisely when you use food when you take when you consume food when you wear clothes when you when you live at home when you live in your living place in your room at at home then also when you take medicine you can contemplate wisely and not to become proud of those things not to feel sad because of these things and to have a neutral mind when you use these things and live life in a way you will realize the four noble truths so from this sermon try to have a happy mind towards the monk towards the monks who think wisely when they use these things when they think like this they will live a happy life by being detached while using material things so may you have the opportunity to have a pleasant mind towards the supreme buddha who taught us these wonderful things and a pleasant mind towards the dhamma and also a pleasant mind towards the sangha who practice this dhamma so may you have the opportunity to develop an unshakable confidence in the buddha dhamma sangha by learning these things and practice this dhamma and realize the four noble truths in this gautama buddha's dispensation sadhu 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 namo buddhaya paritta chanting lokava bodha sutta the discourse about realizing the world turn to page 10 in your chanting book This is a beautiful sutta that helps us understand the Supreme Buddha's amazing enlightenment. We also get to learn the meaning of the Pali word tathagata. This is a special word that the Buddha used to describe himself. You may have seen it before when you're reading suttas. After you chant this sutta, you'll know 
why the Buddha used this word. And if you ever need to find this sutta on your own, it's the very last sutta found in the book called Itivattaka. Now let's chant together. Namo tasa bhagavato arhato Samma sambuddhasa Namo tasa bhagavato arhato Samma sambuddhasa Namo tasa bhagavato arhato Samma Sambuddhasa. This discourse was taught by the Blessed One, taught by the Arahant, the fully enlightened Supreme Buddha. This is as I heard. Monks, The world has been fully understood by the Tathagata. The Tathagata is detached from the world. Monks, the origin of the world has been fully understood by the Tathagata. The origin of the world has been eradicated by the Tathagata. Monks, the cessation of the world has been fully understood by the Tathagata. The cessation of the world has been realized by the Tathagata. Monks, the way leading to the cessation of the world has been fully understood by the Tathagata. The way leading to the cessation of the world has been developed by the Tathagata. Monks, in the world with its devas, Maras and Brahmas, with its recluses and Brahmins, in this whole generation, with its devas and humans, Whatever is seen, heard, smelled, tasted, touched, cognized, attained, sought, and reflected upon by the mind, that is fully understood by the Tathagata. Therefore he is called the Tathagata. Monks, from the night when the Tathagata awakens to unsurpassed full enlightenment, until the night when he passes away into the Nibbana element with no residue left, 
During that time period, whatever he speaks, utters and explains, all that is just so, and not otherwise, therefore he is called the Tathagata. Monks, whatever way the Tathagata speaks, that is exactly the way the Tathagata acts. Whatever way the Tathagata acts, that is exactly the way the Tathagata speaks. In this way the Tathagata acts as he speaks, and speaks as he acts. Therefore he is called the Tathagata. Monks, in the world with its devas, maras and brahmas, with its recluses and brahmins, in this whole generation, with its devas and humans, the Tathagata is the conqueror of all. Unvanquished, the one who realized everything, the one who took everything under his control, therefore he is called the Tathagata. This is the meaning of what the Blessed One said. So with regard to this it was said, Having realized the whole world and the true nature of the whole world, the Tathagata is detached from the world and has abandoned desire for the whole world. The all-conquering wise sage, freed from every bond, is the Blessed One. The Buddha has reached that perfect peace, Nibbana which is free from fear. The Buddha is freed from all taints, and freed from all suffering with doubts destroyed, reach the destruction of all karma, liberated by the destruction of unwholesomeness. The Enlightened One, the Blessed One, the unsurpassed Lion King, giving happiness to the world of devas and humans, turns the noble wheel of Dhamma. Thus wise devas and humans went for refuge to the Buddha, and on meeting him they pay homage. 
the greatest one, the all-seeing hero. The blessed one is perfectly tamed of those who tame. He is the best. The blessed one is perfectly calm of those who calm others. He is the seer. The blessed one is freed from suffering of those who free others. He is the foremost. The blessed one crossed over sansara of those who help others to cross. He is the chief. Thus devas and humans pay homage to the greatest one, to the all-seeing hero, saying in the world together with its devas, there is no one equaling you. You are the unique supreme teacher. This too is the meaning of what was said by the Blessed One. This is exactly as I heard. Etena satchena suvati hotu By this truth may they be well-being. Sadhu Sandu, Sandu. We're so happy you were able to join us today. We hope that you learned something new, and we really hope that you can use what you learned as you go about the rest of your day. Do you remember what the four requisites are? They're easy to remember if we think this way. Suppose we had nothing at all. Well, then, we'd be naked, so the first thing we would need is clothes. Then, soon, we'd get hungry, so we'd need food. Eventually, it would start to get dark, and we'd need a place to stay, so that's shelter. And at some point sooner or later, we would get sick, so we'd need medicine. And there we have it. Clothing, food, shelter, and medicine. The four basic things that we require to live. Now let's share merit. Today, by body, speech, and mind, we've done many wholesome actions. And when we do wholesome actions like this, we like for other people to rejoice in these actions. So, may all heavenly beings, may our teacher, Lokoswami Ahamsa, may our parents, our relatives, our family, our friends, may they all rejoice in this merit. May they have happy minds recollecting these wholesome actions. And may they soon experience for themselves the supreme bliss of Nibbana in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sad, sad, sad. Namo Buddhaya. Thank you.